how many? How long did it take you to guess? I, I didn't know until the end. That it was Donald. Oh, that it was Donald. I, I didn't know until you told me. And I was still trying to be like, is that really? It, it was, it's about, I want to say about 30 seconds into just looking at Teddy. And I was like, I looked at the stature and I don't know what this says about me and where I'm, how I'm fixated on Donald Glover, but the back of Donald Glover kind of gave it away. He has a very distinctive stance, and he's got that little um, little booty. He's our size. He's hobbit size. So I was like, the way he was carrying himself. He's got like a back ledge. Yeah, he's got a little. He's got a little, but he's a little tiny shelf. I can't. Dis- I can't explain it, but I just knew from the behind that it was, you know, his stature and the back of him. I think. I think the only thing that I could like, I, I still wasn't. I wasn't totally convinced. I mean, it, it is, but the only thing was like, okay, maybe his height. Maybe this is a height. Well, then later on, when uh, your the camera was directly in Teddy's face, the way Teddy would smile reminded me of Donald. It was very creepy. It was creepy for sure. That you know what I can't find for this. Uh, I don't know. You probably know from the description that you're listening to us talk about Atlanta, the amazing episode Teddy Perkins. Uh, directed by Hiro Morai, I hope I'm saying that correctly, and written by Donald and um, it was by Donald Glover. So I loved this episode. It was very much, I mean, you don't need to call it Get Out. It was just a wonderful thriller. It was creepy. It also kind of walks you into like Darius's world. I feel yeah. like this is the kind of shit that always happens to Darius. Yeah. So at the end, when he's like fully like just putting the handcuffs on, I feel like I feel like Darius has had to do this. You know what I mean? He's just rolling with it. He's one of those guys who's like, well, you know, because so, I think somebody else would have panicked and run or whatever. But Darius just kind of resigned himself, sat in the chair and put on the handcuffs. And I'm like, this tells you everything you need to know about Darius. Yeah, it was it was it was very much his speed. Yeah. You know, just like this is his world. This is the shit he lives in. The, he is the Twin Peaks part, yeah, of Atlanta for me. All the weird, trippy shit happens surrounding Lakeith's character. So yeah. So it, it was really like, you know, like last episode was all about um, Paperboy, Paperboy, Albert, and that was really much his world. Gotta love that. You know, it was too. just that sort of. That just like street, his, like, this street is the nonsense shit that would happen. Yeah. This is the shit that happens to Albert. Yeah. Where he just goes to get a haircut and he gets he gets pulled into his barber's drama mm-hmm. and ends up like leaving him at the end to go to another barber, but realizing that he can't leave him because that's how he, he does his hair like, yeah. super tight. But yeah, and then going to this one, it, it was very much... This is Darius's episode. Yeah. But also, if you think about it, it is totally Donald Glover's episode. It has nothing to do with Earn, right? But I loved Donald Glover as Teddy. He was just a great villain. And I think he also played um, Benny. So, I loved it. It was, it was, just, it was so creepy. It, it was, was creepy. It was like, it was a, a complete episode it was weird it was just like yeah i love this no commercial interruption episodes i mean because i think donald glover's he's he's again i talk about this often television has never been like this before in the history of television where people are are 
getting the chance to step out and like bring all these fresh ideas and they're experimenting. They're getting to experiment. And Glover has been doing that since, you know, the, the pilot of Atlanta. So here we are in, in season two with, with him bringing, is it season two? I want to say it's season two. Yeah, I think it is season two. With, it's just, it feels like it's been on for a long time. Not in a, not in a tired way, but in the fact that he's just bringing so many like awesome shit. So yeah, it is season two, episode six. I loved it. Uh, we know that obviously Lakeith was in Get Out, but beyond that, I mean, it's its own kind of standalone thriller. I love the concept. I love the creepy old fucking yeah, mansion. The concept. I mean, it was just oh, the weird it ostrich was just awesome. egg. The it's called an owl's casket. Yeah. Oh my god! And then just the, the ruse <laughs> of the free like, piano. Him smelling it and just like yeah, I can't sit next to that. <laughs> And season in the book and just just letting the episode breathe and letting it be what it is. And then having this like super crazy ending where he just feels sad for these two guys. Like he Darius actually is trying to tell Teddy at the end, like, hey, man, you don't need a sacrifice. Your dad treated you wrong, bro. You know, like you you spent your entire life worshiping this man who abused you and your brother. And God knows what he was doing to his brother. I just know that when we get a shot, when we get a, um, they're dressed identically, by the way. Only one's in a wheelchair and the other one is not. Um, you know, what is the backstory there? Did Benny have more success than Teddy? Obviously, he was the one in the limelight. Are all of those pictures of Teddy or Benny? Feels like they were all of Benny, so he lived in the shadow, and now it's like this whatever happened to Baby Jane shit that's going on between them. So this is Joan and Betty in a mansion by themselves, and it's just all sad, and the strangers lured in under the ruse of a free piano, and now this tale goes down. And then cut to, we have, you know, his homies, you have Earn and Paperboy and another friend in the car, like, not even helping just laughing about the fact that he's out there to get, he's going to so get murdered. Yeah. They're even texting him like, you dead yet? You dead yet? This is the opposite of Laurel Howry's character in Get Out, where Paperboy and Earn are just laughing their asses off, like, but telling him also, what the fuck are you doing out there? Um, I, I love this episode so much. And, and then the whole, the whole bit, it. the whole Sammy Sosa bit. Sammy Sosa hat. And I yeah. did Google it, by the way. Yeah. And I had no idea what happened to Sammy. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that uh, when it came out. I heard them talking about the radio. I looked at it. But I just, I paid it. No, never mind. I was tripping out. Like, imagine me going from the last time I saw Michael Jackson was when he was like 14 and singing ABC or whatever, 12 and singing ABC. And then seeing him like, I don't know, in 1996. That's how I kind of felt. Like, I missed out a bunch of years on Sammy. Because when I lived in Chicago, you know, we always talked a little shit about Sammy because he was making all that money and, our, and the team sucked. I, hadn't, I didn't realize he wasn't black anymore. He's kind of, what is that, pink? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that color is, but I don't know. He doesn't look good. I don't know why people are trying to be white. Maybe he has a condition. I don't know, dude. I mean. Have we heard about it all them years? I don't know. I mean, he's not in the he's not in the spotlight anymore. Yeah. No one cares about maybe, him. Maybe I shouldn't jump to conclusions, but I feel like the brother like. But yeah, like when it came when it came out on the radio, it was just like that, and I did, I had Googled it that day too. They're like, "What?" 
Now, if he has a serious skin condition, like for real, real, like we know MJ did not. He had like crazy body dysmorphia. But if he has like a real condition or even if he does have this body dysmorphia, I just really feel bad for him. But obviously that's what was going on with Teddy and his brother. Yeah. And they had this kind of, I mean, are they twins? I don't know. I have so many questions about who these people were. And the fact that we weren't caught up in, like, we thought we were traveling down this direction with the plot, and turns out Benny is actually real. And, you know, he's trying to get Darius to murder or defend themselves because they know that Teddy's going to kill them both. And then Benny comes out of the elevator at the last minute and blows yep. Teddy away and then shoots himself in the head. I was like, what? Yeah, it was like, and it was, it was so weird. It was very weird. And again, Darius' reaction is like, oh, this is Tuesday. Like, shit like this happens to him all the time. Did he get that piano or did they take that no, away? No, the police took it away as evidence. evidence. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. I don't think he was ever going to get the piano. I mean, it was just a ruse, right? I did notice one thing. I said this to you. Um, when we first meet Benny in the basement and he's got those bottles hanging up, the IVs, and it's like that blue liquid that reminded me of the barber liquid, but I think they were formaldehyde. formaldehyde. I feel like that Benny is injecting himself with formaldehyde. Maybe that's part of the process. I don't know. Well, I didn't. I didn't see that. But somebody was bleeding wow. on, on the piano. I don't know if that was Benny's blood. Yeah, or Teddy's blood. That, where, where did that come from? Was it like a nosebleed or something? I felt like it was a full movie just packed into. It like, was like one hour. It, was, that, it felt like it. That is it. Forty something minutes or whatever. It was yeah. So fucking good, dude. So I want to see this keep coming. It's like letting these guys. You know, Ismail was doing this. A lot of other directors are doing this. They're just they're having a good time, like putting great television out there. So I'm fucking loving it yeah that was i mean like right after it ended i think my first reaction or thought was like this is is probably the best episode of television i've seen in a while yeah that was your reaction and i have to tend to agree with you and i don't feel like we're always going oh my god it's the best shot ever but honestly in a sea of the crap that we watch we do we watch a lot of crap that we don't we never do podcast about it's not like we watch even more crap i watch a lot of stuff a lot of stuff because I'm like, you know, I love television. I love storytelling. Um, I don't like a lot of people like to watch sports. That's how I, I watch television. I watch television the way people absorb like hockey, baseball, football. I really want to see what this director's doing, what these actors are doing. Okay, so-and-so is developing this. You know, I remember who Ken Olin is. You know, all those guys who were in the cast of 30-something have been directing for years. So... I've been keeping up with the score and the stats of those people for a long time. So there is a lot of television out there and there's a lot of stuff that I just, it's fine. I don't need to comment on it. I don't want to have a podcast about it. So, and I, you know, we could have waited to the end of the season to talk about Atlanta and because there's so much to talk about, but I felt like this episode, yeah, this episode was something special. I really wanted to talk about like what the fuck Donald Glover's doing and what he always does. He does it with music too. Um, he's just not afraid to like take risks and have fun and, and just play with things and just let his imagination run wise and run wild because we get the benefit of that. So, I really appreciated, like, this entire episode. I love that they're shooting in Atlanta. Um, I want to point that out. Why I think this feels so 
different and fresh. They're not ty- trying to like shoot LA for Atlanta. What was that the, that fast food place that they went? Crystal to, Man. And you were like, oh, oh just about to have this show kills me because they were talking about Zaxby's in the last yeah, episode. That's right. Fuck, dude. I miss me some Zaxby's. It was kind of a newer chain when I was still there. That's how long it's been since I've lived in the South. But when I think it was leaving, I want to say I was visiting Atlanta in the early aughts. Zaxby's was just getting established. I'm sure I'm wrong about that. But it wasn't like back in the day. But Crystal's, man. And if you're like, um, why trash? You say Crystal. It's a Crystal. <laughs> I'm sure black people don't say it that way, but Christians is what you're going to have. And like, if you're drunk as fuck, it's two o'clock in the morning or it's the next day after like a really, you know, a hoot nanny, you're going to have some Christians. It's either that or the Waffle House. Yeah. Waffle House was like, that's when you go probably the night of your drinking, maybe the next day when you wake up in the afternoon, but really past a certain time. I can't see going to a Waffle House in the afternoon. I don't know anybody else's drinking schedule. Uh, but when I was back in my wild times, that was either you're still drunk at the Waffle House. <laughs> I don't think you want to go there sober. It's like the Denny's. It's like, you, you're, yeah, you're still drunk. Yeah. You pop into the Denny's. It's like you don't want to go to Casa Vega in the Valley sober. You know, and now that we don't drink and smoke, and I go in there now, and my old factories are coming back, yeah. and I already have a good hunting nose on me, and I go in there. No offense to y'all. I love that place. You know, just the concept of it. It's dark as fuck. It's legendary. But you go in there, and, like, now I can smell the reason why it probably is dark, and I want to be in there. So the, 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 what goes on with the Waffle House is then you go in there, and you're sober, and you can smell the grease traps, and it's just thick with smoke. It's a, it's really hard to take sober. You got to be kind of fucked up, I think, to be in a cigarette smoke. Fuck yeah. Well, I mean, you know, when I lived there, people would smoke inside. I don't know what the rules are now. I imagine you cannot smoke in a Waffle House, but but I'm saying back yeah. in the day. Yeah. So the crystals, you go to the drive-through. I never really ate inside. I don't even know what one looks like on the inside. But that was our um, like y'all have White Castles in uh, like Chicago and whatnot. We got crystals. And we don't have the equivalent of that out here. Y'all don't have yeah. that on the West Coast, which I don't even understand why. The only the only twenty four hour thing is either Taco Bell, Del Taco, Taco, or Jack in a Box. It's about a slider, man. It's about a little yeah. mini slider covered with tiny itty bitty onions. We don't got that just here. Just a tiny bit of mustard, and you can like shut and like a really soft bun. And it's kind of like a delivery system for the bun. The meat kind of is an afterthought. It's just about onions and a soft bun to sop up the alcohol in your system. But apparently Paperboy and those guys like to, you know, they like to bake out and go to a crystal. I'm not a, I'm not a pot smoker because I can't really handle it. But um, I would imagine those would be delightful. Now, how we do get sliders here is we go over to the Spartan Funnel and we get a box you can of get them. The fr- yeah, the frozen ones. I have to settle for that. It doesn't even come close. I mean, you know this. If, if someone were to like... Pull out some frozen in and out burgers for you, you'd be like, you know, this is not yeah. the same thing. I'm trying to think. It's like back in the day, it's like the only places I used to go when I was like, you know, stoned was like Tommy's. Yeah. Or the food truck or the, the food truck down on, on Lincoln. It was just called the food truck? Yeah, it was just the taco place. 
Was it just like a rudge coach? Yeah. The original, before Tacos it got foo foo and became a thing. Yeah. It was just a. It was just a. Yeah. Before you before you got bougie fusion shit. It was called a rudge coach. Yeah. It was a food truck. Food so truck. that's what we all had them. Yeah. You're being nice. I'm not saying anything. It's not racist. I'm just saying those things do get a lot of rudges. Yeah, rudge coach. Yeah, you don't want to. You know, you don't want to know what's going on with your bougie food, y'all. At night, there's wildlife running wild in the streets. Um, I don't care though. Heat it up hot enough, it'll kill the germs. Got hipster beard hair in your right. whatever. I'd rather have that hipster beard hair maybe than a roach leg in my food. I don't know. They're probably kind of they're equally gross, I feel like. Uh, but, yeah, when I watch that show, I'm like, oh, shit, that and this and this. And also my cousins grew up in Atlanta. So they're kind of in the part of town where my, where my cousins grew up. was not so be- bougie kind of around that Forest Park area, you know, where things are interesting. But then, you know, you see Darius. He stops off at some place. He gets himself uh, one of these southern-made hats. Oh, yeah. And blanks out everything with a red uh, marker, and it's like, you mad. I loved that. I want to do that to a hat so bad. You got a red marker? Yeah, so that was cool. Bad. It was a great moment. Yeah. And then uh, just watching him go out into the – just dr- driving, these wonderful drone shots of driving out into the country. And it gives me the heebie-jeebies because – I mean, I've told you this – just living here, it's like, we, you know, we always have the lottery talk. Everybody has a lottery talk, right? If we have the lottery, I don't want to live up in the middle of fucking Malibu by my lonesome. Fuck no. I mean, it's, yeah. it's creepy up there, dude. And it's just because I grew up, like, living in the sticks, living out in the woods. I want to be able to, like, get the fuck up out of there, you know? So I like that we're in a neighborhood where your neighbors are they're not right up on you, but you can, like, run across the street, you know, with blood all over you and go, God, the police! Um, and they won't shoot you in this neighborhood. They will probably actually help you. Lock the door, won't, won't let you in, but will probably use their cell phone to call some help. Out in the woods, the wild of Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi, all those places, I don't know. I just... No one's going to hear you scream. I'm telling you, man. I just grew up there, and I just... Just the stories I can't even go into because people, you know, statute of limitations, no. Like the whole point is to leave the country and get into the city. <laughs> it really was a goal, you and know? I achieved it. I have to say, I have achieved my dream, uh, everybody. No, but I love, but I still love the Heated South. water, <laughs> plumbing, indoor plumbing. Right on. <laughs> no, I wasn't that bad. I mean, my grandmama had an outhouse and stuff like that. But then I, I had to ideally, you know, growing up, I had some good times and I wouldn't take it back for a minute. I'm not resentful at all. I love it because I can compare where I am now and be so grateful because I came from, you know, Huckleberry Finn kind of redneck style back in the day. But yeah. I will tell you. Woods are creepy as shit, man. Like, they didn't even have to make Blair Witch for me to know how creepy that shit is. So just Darius in, like, the afternoon riding out in a rider truck, you know, away from the city creeped me out. And I didn't even know what this episode was going to be about. I was like, why is he by himself? And, you know, I'm thinking, like, cops behind him. You know, what's it going to be? Is it going to be a cop on the road, kill you and throw you in a ditch? You know, these days, all well, all the days. It's not even these days. It's not a trend, y'all. We just now know about it. But is it going to be that? No, it ends up being like this dude who used to be black <laughs> who's got some serious yeah. daddy issues. I did not even see it going into that. I knew something. I knew as, saw as, we, as soon as we saw Teddy that this wasn't going yeah. anywhere good. Yeah. Once, yeah. once he got in the house and we we're like, oh, shit. 
what is this going to be? I love Donald's script. I like how um, Teddy makes notes to himself. He goes, please, Darius would like a drink, a drink of water. <laughs> water. I loved his weird um, way of speaking and the pitch of it his voice. It was creepy. Oh, my God. And then his weird teeth. Oh, my God. His teeth are so bizarre. And then when, like, when he smiled and showed him and then just the way his face just oh. sort of like... Because they changed the shape of like Donald's nose to this kind of little button nose. And you know what the weird thing of it is? I just looked on IMDb. There's, I don't know who did the makeup for this because it has two people in the makeup department. It has somebody who does the hair and somebody who did the, uh, the lens tech, the eyes. So I don't know. I was looking around for it before we came on uh, to do the podcast of like who did the makeup, but whomever you are, the prosthetics of all that, that whole thing is fucking amazing. I don't know what shop did that, but they did a good job. Amazing. I'm sure we should watch the credits and it should tell us, but you know, shout out to y'all. Y'all know who you are. You got paid. I'm just saying that Skrilla. You got that Skrilla for that, that job, but that was really, really good. And because it just, I believed that this guy spent all of his fortune and all of his time and his money transforming himself into whatever happens. And then the irony about Teddy is that he's going to start this museum. He's turning the house into a museum, you know, and what was, what was Benny's role in that? Was Benny going to be like showcased, you know, was Benny going to be like the main attraction, you know, was he going to make him like a, a, you know, a captive zoo animal in this whole thing, but he's showing him the gift shop. And then he shows them like that weird mannequin with the blank face that happens to be, by the way, white cloth. Okay, right? And there's that strange music playing. Yeah, I thought something was going to go down when he opened those doors and it was dark and he's Me like, too. go inside. And I thought he was going to close the doors on him, but then Me when too. he stepped in, he, I was like, oh. And so, oh, no, and that's what a great horror uh, thriller does to you, right? It's like when you think it's going to be zig, it zags. But, like, he's talking about the great fathers of the world, which we know are all, he's listing off all these people who are kind of notorious terrors, you know, which is Serena Williams and Venice's dad, yeah. his father, and on and on. And I was like, okay, okay. So this is somebody who hasn't been able to – Joe Jackson, he brings up Michael's dad. That, who, oh, that pushing, rumored, overachieving. Yeah, well, they allegedly beat his children, specifically terrorized Michael. Use him as a cash cat. You know what I'm saying? So obviously somebody has some issues. But so when he cuts him off, Darius is like, you know, I need to get on my game and get out of here because he's got some advice from Albert. Like, get get back to the to the transaction. Yeah. The look on Teddy's face when he just drops his face and slams the door and they walk out and then he gets really abrupt and then things and like take a turn. Yeah. Oh, and then he gets stuck in the elevator. And I have a a, a horrible fear. The elevator goes. He's like yeah. the, it, the elevator. It's it goes down. It goes down to the basement. Yeah. So you're watching this thing, and it's like, oh my god, it's not gonna stop at one. It's gonna go all the way fucking down. Yeah. And then he the door opens. He's like, all right, sure. let's, let's do this. Yeah. Again, <laughs> me and Darius were, would have two different directions, a uh, uh, reaction like, to this. Hell, hell no. I would no. actually be. <laughs> I'm not coming out, motherfucker. No, hell no. Uh-uh. I don't know, though. I would get up out of the elevator, though. I don't know if I'd gotten in the elevator. I can't do it. I have four years. I mean, we're talking about the majority of my life from, I want to say from like 17 until 
this week, I will occasionally have nightmares about getting stuck in elevators. So anytime I see an elevator or there's an elevator in an old building I was helping my friend move down in Hollywood, right? And they oh, had a those bunch are of the shit. worst. Yeah, when it was me and my friend helping our other friend move all of her crap that was badly packed. And she was on like the fourth floor of this old, old building, like the Catherine Hepburn building. And you got to slide the door open yes, yourself that and little then the cage go, oh, fuck, fuck dude. that. And like you're just, okay, yeah, I'm not going to fall stories. I get that. So it's, it's not like that's the thing. It's just, it's just, it's an agoraphobic thing, right? It's so many things that I can't even really talk about because I get freaked out. But like when he gets in this elevator, it's almost, I can tell you how that elevator smells because I've been in those elevators before and I'm just like, no, no, no way. So, but yeah, but the way he just accepts, the way Darius is like, and he's talking to his friends and like, you know, you need to get out of there. And he's like, no, nah, man, you know, I'm going to get this free piano. Yeah. And he's kind of having a philosophical kind of what, take what, on what it. does he say? He says something like, I'll only allow two um, regrets. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I have a, a two regret maximum life. Yeah. Life policy. <laughs> life policy. So he doesn't want to regret this. And, you know. Not having that, that multicolored um, keyboard piano. That's right. There's just this an exceptional. He's he's in my absolute favorite character on the show, just because I've never seen Darius before. I've actually never really seen any of these characters before um, explored in this way. Like you have the rapper on a show um, that's not super old. It's it's relatively new, uh, but I've never seen like an urn before, you know, and. I've never, you know, these characters are, are, they're exploring them in new ways, which I appreciate. But Darius, I so appreciate uh, this Darius character. And he's not just being weird for weird's sake. He is sort of our philosophical heartbeat in this show. Yeah, it's like, yeah, and and like all of them are, you know, like he is, he's, there's like this, you know, this purity about him. But at the same time, you know, he'll do some stuff that is like, you know, kind of shifty, shady. Yeah. And the same thing with like uh, Paperboy. It's like he's not a thug. No. Person. He's not. I mean, he's, he's just like, trying to hustle, just, man. Yeah, just trying to hustle. Trying to make something out of what he's been given. And then Earn, it's like, I'm yeah, not gonna he, do it your way. He's really smart, and he wants to do things his own way. But at the same time, she does some really stupid shit. He's shitty with his money. Like, like yeah, like the, the episode with the the credit. Yeah, so dude, you have all this money. That's like, gonna do with what? it. So it's like, Get yeah, yourself a car, dude. They're, they're really exploring these <laughs> characters, which yeah. is really nice. And I love it that we can like go, earn, dude. And then I'm also just marveling at the way, ultimately, how they just, they arise at the end. And I was just, I was really moved at the end of Teddy Perkins uh, by Darius' reaction. He sort of sadly pulls away, you know. He's not freaking out to the police. He's not, you know, he's not doing anything nuts yeah i loved it because like got a sense that he was sort of disappointed that it ended that way i think he was <laughs> you know i think he was sad about the piano i think he was really sad about that those brothers didn't get yeah. out from under the shadow that of was, their dad. yeah i think that's what it was it was like wow yeah, so that's it, what you were saying yeah. yeah yeah right on you know it's like oh it it 
he watched it the final destruction. Yeah, he doesn't know these people from Adam. Of that family. And he's, you know, if they had maybe had a friend like Darius in their life or counsel or who or maybe they did. But like he yeah, you're right. He's there for that last the last five pages of that last chapter of their lives. On yeah. the last day of their lives. Like yo. Like an afternoon, because as this, as this is all going down, it's like just the beginning of sundown. Yeah. Which I found was really interesting. And then the episode, because we start the episode with, uh, with Stevie as he drives up to the house, and then it ends with Stevie's Evil. Uh, that song, Evil. That's which, right. It's like, whoa, dude. It just made the hair stand up on the back of my arms. I was like... Word. It was brilliantly done. Yeah, so I did uh, take some time real quick to stop in and um, look at something up. So the, there was a guy who played, um, who was playing the character of Benny, Derek Haywood, and turns out uh, Donald Glover stayed in character for the days long shoot as Teddy. So on set, he was Teddy. And I guess that's why they're not giving a shout out to the makeup person because they want you to believe that. Teddy is this person because he's credited in the credits as as himself. So Derek Haywood says he didn't even realize it was Donald Glover the entire time he was shooting with him, um, that he was getting direction from Teddy in mannerisms and how to mirror him and things like that. But he just thought, here's an older white dude who's interacting with Lakeith and didn't he was just he just thought the guy was odd and they were just just doing this episode he had no idea this was that's so weird donald glover wow so and the guy he teddy had security with him like he was some sort of former famous guy he said i'm googling this guy a wrestler came up and it was like oh no he was supposed to be like this famous guy was going to be on the episode and play this character and he was playing the brother and whatever story they were feeding him. And then there's this whole thing out there of whether Benny was real or Teddy was real. That Benny was, Teddy was pretending, or Benny was pretending to be Teddy. Yeah, that's what I thought at first. Right. And then these guys came out. And did we just witness, you know, this is from Darius's point of view, okay? This is the only character that's left standing at the end of this, and he's the only regular on the show. So is, uh, is the show saying that he watched a man, you know, commit suicide? Because he thinks it's the same guy down in the basement. You know, Darius is like, dude, I just saw you. Like, what do you want about yeah. kind of thing? Um, or was it about these two people because the photographs are just reflecting one person i think it was i think it really was the two people because yeah i mean by the time he got down he had all that stuff on yeah and the by the time he got up he was sitting there totally uh, with all the stuff off sure you so that's for the practical thing yeah. but is darius you know seeing the un- the the formerly wrapped and now unveiled man that no matter what he did to make himself be perfect in society, you know, Teddy's wearing the red robe and he's living in the mansion with all the trappings of fame. He's even bleached his skin and he's become a white man and he's still unhappy and he requires a sacrifice to his dead father. Oh, that's right. That whole sacrifice thing. So I don't know. I think he's going to leave it. Uh, the, the beautiful thing about great writing 
is that it's left to our interpretation. Uh, I love things that make me think about it. I don't like uh, to sit and just figure it out and, and know all the all the ins and little outs. It's just great to think about. But I didn't know that Donald was in. Um, he was in character the entire time. Wow, that's pretty trippy. And Donald would do something like that. That kind of probably made it extra freaky for the people who worked on the show. I mean, it certainly comes across, right? It is. It does. You you were saying that you think that this week's episode is going to focus probably on Earn. Possibly. I mean, if that's what if they're doing a thing like that, like a you know. Well, I think since the show is mostly about Earn, I mean, I think the first season was a lot about Earn, and then his friends were kind of filling in who what his mission in life was his raison d'etre and he was seeing and he has all these kind of twin peaks moments too he sees like the farrakhan guy with a nutella sandwich and the whole nine so this season i feel like we're getting to know everyone else because we spend some time with his girlfriend up in helen we realize that you know she speaks german and blah 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 so there's all these kinds of things that we're learning about all these characters and where they want to go and where they want to be and how dissatisfying some of their goals have been for them, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see, um, to spend some more quality time with Earn. So, yeah. Because he doesn't really say a whole lot. We just kind of see him sort of reacting to the yeah. shit that happens to him. Um, and we see, and, and Glover's not a lot, he's not really afraid to show some, the shittier side, like you said. Of his characters, especially Arn, who can be a real dick sometimes. I'm like, why is your girl even messing with you? I know you're her baby daddy, but um, that's it for uh, for me for Teddy Perkins. We just wanted to stop down and do a little shout out about this show. Good episode. So fun. Totally watch it. That's why Atlanta is probably one of the best shows on uh, TV right now. And all the good stuff is uh, bubbling up. I'm enjoying Trust, I have to say. We're watching Trust on FX, same network. Um, it's been fun. I'm enjoying the actor. He's playing uh, John Paul Getty III. Saw him in Beach Rats. Uh, he's quite wonderful. Donald Sutherland is quite wonderful. Good cast. Very well done. So looking forward to seeing that one wrap up. Yeah. A lot of money going into that one, it looks like. It looks like, you know, I'm sure it's not, it is not cheap to shoot in Rome. It's got to be a pain in the ass. I'm just assuming. I don't know. Maybe it's super easy and everybody's awesome. Um, Yeah, so we got some other things that are bubbling up. We wanted to stop down and go, hey. We're still here. We're still here. We haven't gone away. I know we pulled down the Roseanne episode. There's a lot of reasons why I won't go totally into that. I uh, was going to support the show. I was going to be totally about it. But somebody went on Twitter and acted like an asshole. So I'm sorry. Can't really support um, something passed in, so we just decided to pull it down. It's a prerogative. So you can keep watching whatever you want to watch, but you know, I don't need to be supporting uh, nonsense and foolishness and and hate. Uh, we will see you back soon. I don't know what's going to be about. We just pop in and out these days. We don't even have a plan. Just leisurely popping in. And None out. of our shows are on. Our stories are coming back. And we will talk about them. Um, we will see how we will talk about them. We'll see what kind of. I'm waiting have. for to, to cash up a couple uh, more episodes of the Americans. Yeah, you I will. Watch. I've watched the first one, but I'm waiting with you now. I guess we got to wait till five pile up. 
because I, I want to be able to sit through. It is a f- I, the, the the appointment that I was saying last night after what we were, uh, Silicon Valley. Barry, Silicon Barry, Valley. Yeah. You were watching like, this. Fuck this appointment shit, man. Yeah, you just want to go next and next yeah. and next and be there. I feel you. We probably should doing that. And then, then I think, and I should be reading a beak, a book, reading a beak every week. I should just get a bird and read its beak. I should read a book every week and let the episodes pile up, and then, um, yeah. But I probably should do that. Changing habits these days, so maybe I'll change that one. And we joined a gym for God's sake, so. Yeah. Anything's possible. You know, I haven't been a member of a gym since the 90s. Probably. And I'm talking about like early 90s, like 94, 93 was the last time I was a member of a gym. So this is trippy for me. We're just going to see. So if we can give up smoking and drinking and join a gym, I can maybe not appointment watch and not disappoint myself every week and let it pile up. I'm just saying that was my, you know, my example to you, how we can change our ways. I didn't know I was going to become a, a green tea addict. So stranger things have happened. That's it for me. Uh, that's it for now. Yep. Uh, we'll see you guys soon. Take care of yourself. Hydrate. I don't know. Summertime's just around the corner. Woohoo! Go out and do some fun.